they brought they started doing a Wolford House Christmas Carol just like you did it. I think it but was 2016. 2016. I think you're right. Because I think it was I think it was Lauren Smith's first show here. Uh, and we got we got to we got to talk about Nick because uh, Nick is just there is a reason he's the star of every Wolford House show. He he just he has yeah. he has it all. We just got to mention. He's amazing. Him. Uh, he knocked our socks off as Jerry Lee Lewis in Million Dollar Quartet. And then he played uh, Tevye and Fiddler on the Roof. You were in Fiddler on the Roof. You want to talk a little bit about your experience? I was. I also love that show. I did it this summer at Big Fork Summer Playhouse in Montana. And then I got to come here and do it again. And it's also one of, one of the most important musicals, I think, of mm-hmm. all time with the story that it tells and uh, Nick was an amazing Tebby yes. It yeah. was such an honor to do that show with him. He's and, such an amazing actor. And you played the wife that came back from the dead. Yes, that was me, the evil girl. Uh-huh. Who, who Tebby made up. From Sarah. Did, yeah, yes, he didn't, I was. He and didn't, it's in the dream sequence. He didn't really have that dream. He made that up to... to 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 get Goldie to come around to his side, um, but you you were brilliant in that as well. Thank you. But I but I have to say I really enjoyed um, your singing in particular. If you can sing good, you you catch my ear, and I definitely thank you. I appreciate that. And I definitely caught that from you. Um, you played Topper's girlfriend in yes. Fred's Christmas party sequence. And I would like to talk a little bit about um, Mr. Darius Sawyers. Yes. Uh, what a fantastic dancer he is. He is. He's a natural. I mean, he's very natural on stage. He definitely has a presence. But when he did those flips, those mm-hmm. those somersaults and flips in the middle of that in the middle of that scene that stopped the show in my opinion. Uh, yeah, wonderful, I thought, and uh, I, I I was just so impressed with every part of the show. Uh, I thought that Dylan Giles he played the role of the Ghost Christmas Present. He was also Fezziwig. So I think there was no mistake in casting him in all of the the spirits that embody, you know, all the spirits that in, that in, embody happiness and the joy of Christmas and yeah. and being appreciative of Christmas because the the characters of Fezziwig and Ghost Christmas Present they embody that and he and he just and he just oozes that, you know, his his gre- his gregarious personality. Just what was it like working with him? Did you, n- no doubt, with the energy that he had, that couldn't help but rub off on you, right? True. Yes, he's such a jolly, happy guy, and he is so positive. He's always making us laugh. So when. I found out that he was going to be the Ghost of Christmas president. I was like, "Uh huh, that makes sense." Right. That, that absolutely makes sense because he does embody the 
living in the moment and making the most of what you have in front of you so well mm-hmm. in that. And yeah, I knew he was going to do such a great job and he does every single day. And it, it's very obvious that you all love what you do. Everybody up there looks like they're having a good time. Yeah, we we do. We enjoy doing this show. I think we all collectively agree that the show moves quickly, but every single scene gets us through it because the story is so important to tell, too, that we we have this, this storytelling um, adrenaline, I think, in us while we're doing the show and it keeps us going. What's the most important part of the show for you? For you? I think for me, I think in acknowledging that people can change and people can have a change of heart is really important because especially in today's world, it's easy to, you know, judge people or um, I guess not associate with, with people that don't live the way that you think they should. And I think the Christmas Carol story does such a, a great job of showing that people truly can change and that everybody else should be accepting of that change. And I think it's so sweet at the end when everybody's singing together and one of the lyrics is um, stop and look around you, the glory that you see. And there's another line. I can't remember exactly what it is in this moment about his friend looking around to his friend. And that lyric always. Oh yeah. I'm I'm singing it to myself now trying to get it. Stop and look around you. The glory that you see. And if you want to know the measure of a man, you simply count there his friends. There it is. That's Be- it. You simply count his friends. Yeah. And it's so sweet when we all can look at each other and show the audience that that you are friends. Has, yeah, and they have forgiven Scrooge for yeah. everything that he's done. Yeah. In the past, and they re- they recognize that he's truly had a, a change of heart, mm-hmm. and he is going to live his life, yeah, to the best that he can, and and continue to give and continue to be a good man. So I think that's that's my favorite part. Well, and Nick, that, uh, that sweet moment, and the the ghost Christmas present sings that in the Muppet Christmas Carol. By the way, uh, the, the great big tall guy that they made just for the show. I'm gonna to have to go back and watch that now. Now that we're, now that we've talked about that that version so much, uh, but as Scrooge, and that's this is where Nick does such a good job because we see the full transformation from the bitterest miser to a fully redeemed, embodied embodiment of uh, the true spirit of Christmas. We grieve. Yeah. We grieve with him when he reflects on being an unwanted child, as well as in the regret of lost love. We understand why he turned cold, because his parents rejected him, you know, or his father rejected him, or, or whatever the reason is. You know, we, yeah. under, we understand why he turned against people. Um, and when he, lo- when he lost that love, we feel his pain, 
and then that heart-wrenching song when love is gone uh from the muppets that just that just tears you right up and then um we rejoice with him when he's as you said before dancing in the ballroom at Fezziwig's and remembering the joy that he used to know and then when he and when he has the joy of sending that turkey to Bob Cratchit and and having a meal with Fred we see uh the true joy that he has when he meets the two um when he meets the two uh, charity charity drive people, and and tells them that he wants them to come and see him, and he's going to give them all this money for back payments of what he missed in years past, and the joy yeah. that he has on his face when he does that. Um, it's it's truly a a, a full circle story. Um, but I, but that's what I was going to say about, um, it was seven years ago. I knew I had it in here somewhere. Seven years ago when a Wolford House Christmas Carol was first unveiled and I was actually there. Um, a friend of mine, I got to mention my dear friend, Pam Feltz, um, when, I first started reviewing, she would come as my guest and because I would always get a plus one and and uh, she would come as my guest and then years later, she ended up working in the box office for eight years, but uh, she died two years, about this time two years ago um, of a prolonged illness. She was only 61, um, but she was responsible for getting me tickets to see the very first Wolford House Christmas Carol. And I saw that first show that, that, uh, that first Wolford House Christmas Carol. And um, to see the growth in Nick, especially to becoming a total commander of the stage and, and its captive audience was absolutely awe inspiring because Nick and Lauren, and I have to mention Lauren, too. She played um, Ghost of Christmas Past and talk about a beautiful voice. She does have such a beautiful voice. And the song that she sang, I mean, and that beautiful costume she had, too. You know, it was just, I mean, mm -hmm. when she sang that song, just when, when, you, can, when you can tell a story through song and not everybody can do that but when you can sing a song and take somebody on a journey you really have you really capture their heart as well as their attention and she mm -hmm. they they are a, they are a powerhouse couple for sure they really are and they're so versatile and so talented and so great to work with too yeah, and it, Seems like everybody is, and I got I got to mention another one here, one that, that has been a friend of mine since since the first day I ever came to Wolford House. Um, my buddy, Mr. Kendall Payne, who plays Fred, one of the sweetest and most talented guys in the world, 
again, perfect for Fred because his personality just absolutely personifies who, who Fred is and uh, was just perfect for that. Um, and I saw him after the show, the first time I'd seen him in probably 16 years, and he hadn't aged a day, and, and he seemed very happy to see me, and it just made my day, because I was very happy Aww. to see him. Uh, just a sweet guy. But one of the things that is the most memorable from both times that I saw Wilford House Christmas was the acapella version of We Three Kings. The first time I saw it, I think it was Kendall Payne, uh, Nathan Austin, and someone else. And and then this time, of course, it was Kendall and Rocky and Dylan. But that always gets me. I mean, just the perfection, the flawlessness of that. Yeah, and, it's beautiful. And that's, that's, that's not easy to do. I mean, I, I don't know how people could not be moved to tears. Um, yeah, I, I certainly am every time, but it's just a beautiful story all around. And I'm sorry that I've done all the talking, but I get no, through. you are good. But it's, I, it's so fun to talk about the yeah. show and the story. I I get so excited about a Christmas Carol. You know, every year, um, I remember that when I was 12 years old, my mother came back from New York and said, I want to give you this, and I want you to keep it always and remember me. And it was this beautiful hardback book of Christmas Carol with Victorian illustrations, and I just read it and sobbed, just sobbed, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. she said, keep it always and remember me. And I thought, and so I'm thinking, what would I ever do without you? And I just absolutely sobbed but it is one of the things that i treasure most in the world uh and she has given me you know um the mock-up of the original of the original first edition it's a reproduction of the first edition of the christmas carol and she gave me a gilded pocket version of the christmas carol which i use and i read i read to my wife and daughter every year at Christmas. I read them a Christmas carol. Oh. And, you know, the, 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 whole yeah. thing, the whole thing just means so much so to me. Special. And and to be, you know, for that story to be, uh, this Christmas, it's a hundred, 180 years old. For it to be 180 years old and still be probably the most resonant piece of prose that we have in existence today that still holds up. It's amazing mm -hmm. what Charles Dickens was able to do. Truly, it's so relevant. So is there, yeah. is there any other versions other than the Muppets that, that's more your favorite or are you I'm, Muppet all the way? I'm Muppet all the way. Yeah. I've, I, I, that's the one that I grew up the most with. Right. I've seen a few of, anytime I see the story, of course, I, I love it, but Michael Caine does such a good job of screwing. He, he and does, he does. And have you, that is my favorite. Yeah, and have you seen The Man Who Invented Christmas? 
No, I haven't. You need to look that up. It is uh, okay. Dan Stevens, who people know him from uh, Downton Abbey. Um, okay, I have uh, some Downton Abbey. Yeah, he played Matthew that got killed in the car wreck. That was that was. Uh, yeah. The, anyway, okay, Dan Stevens. He plays Charles Dickens, and it tells the story of his writing, how he came to write a Christmas Carol. Okay. And it, I'll have to look that up. And it's just a beautiful piece. And the and the characters come to him in his mind while he's thinking of it. And they had Christopher Plummer play Ebenezer Scrooge. And he was so brilliant. And of course we lost him like last year. And it was that I would have, I would love to see a full Christmas Carol with him playing Scrooge, and of course now we won't ever get to. But he was so good, and I, I would just love to—I would just love to see a full representation of him being Scrooge. But yeah, that is definitely something to to check out for you if you're I a fan. I for sure will. But coming back to Muppets, um, uh, what was your favorite part of the Muppet one? I've got to ask. The Muppet one. I I love Miss Piggy. Yeah. And all of and Comet and all of their little crashes. And and all their little <laughs> little pig frogs. Wasn't that wasn't that just yeah, wonderful? Yeah, their little pig frogs. I, I just always loved that scene. Well you you can imagine them in real life, being married in real life and, and having these little pig frogs at home. And the girls being just <laughs> like and then the girls being just like Piggy and the and the little boy frogs being just like Kermit, you know. It's just, precious. Yeah. Yes. And I, her, I just always loved that part. And her her eating the chestnuts before the kids can see them. Yeah. I, I wasn't eating them. I was just checking them to make sure they're done. You know. She's so funny. <laughs> well, my favorite Muppet has always been Animal. I love Animal. And... He has a very small part in it during the during the, the it's the Fozzywig Christmas party, and because Fozzie is playing Fezziwig, and he has yeah. a, and he has a very small part. Fozzie's trying to quiet him down so he can make a speech, and and they won't quiet down. So Animal shows up and says, "Quiet!" and everybody. Everybody, of course, hushes when Animal hollers, and then <laughs> when they when they start the dance scene, Animal just does this big rock drum solo and gets everybody going. I just I love Animal. He's always been my favorite. So yeah, he's he's great. <laughs> well, my favorite of my favorite entertainer of all time is Phil Collins. So I guess it has to do with the drummer. I love it, and I still watch it every year. I've already watched it once this year. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's it's a great one for it's sure. Great. Well, thank you for taking so much time with me. I hope I have not bored you to tears. No, this was great. Thanks so much for having me. Is is there anything else you wanted to say that I didn't talk about? I think you covered most of it. The show runs until the twenty third. Mm-hmm. So we're we're still going. Yes indeed. Yes, indeed, and and if you haven't gone to see it, do go because it is incredible. 
it it really kicked off our Christmas season right. And thank you again for your kind attention to us as our server. It was a pleasure to get to know you. Uh, so nice to meet you and your family and friends. And uh, you 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 blessed us this Christmas and in and not just in serving us, but in your great performance as well. And I do hope we'll see you again at Wolford House. Do you know Thank yet? You. Do you know yet if you're coming back for 2024? I don't know yet, but I w- I would love to. So we will see. Well, if you if you do, don't forget me, and we'll do another podcast if you'll have me. Okay, I would love that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking so much time. Well, you have a great day, and I look forward to seeing you again, hopefully. Thank you. I'll see you again soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.